Alicia. Welcome to Lunch with a Life Coach. I am your host, life coach and nervous system mentor, Kaylee Martin, and I'm just so excited for you to get to know more about me, why I've created Lunch with a Life Coach, and what I hope you'll gain from each and every episode that you listen to on this podcast. So I will say that starting this podcast is quite the door opening moment for me. And what I mean by that is this podcast has been politely knocking on my door, waiting to be let in for a long time. I first heard the knock almost two years ago while I was on a three mile walk around a lake by my house. And I was talking to a fellow coach, probably not even 15 minutes into our conversation. I said, oh, this conversation is gold. I wish we were recording it. And we said that again and again throughout our walk. And I truly wish that we had recorded it because the only thing I remember us saying was, sometimes when you don't get the lessons that life gives you the first time around, it hits you on the head with a two by four. And I will say that I'm glad that intuition knocks rather than hits you in the head most of the time. But when this podcast first knocked on my door on that walk, I looked through the people in my proverbial door and my first instinct was to walk away and say, not today, Satan, because it wasn't yet time. So some of you may already know this story, but at the time this knock occurred, I was massively burnt out. I physically didn't have it in me to show up for anything but my couch and Netflix and some yoga. So my intuition was spot on with what wanted to be birthed as an expression of my strengths in the form of a podcast, but it had to wait. So it knocked again a few months later when I started sharing that I'd opened up my door to my coaching practice. And this time I I waved high through the door, said thanks intuition, but not yet. So a little less aggressive than the first time. And then it knocked again a while later And this time I opened up the door. I heard out intuition. It's reasons why this is a great platform, how it ticks all the boxes of things I love, why it would be good for my business, why I'd be good at it, right? All the things. And in return, I told intuition about all my blocks, my fears, and stories about putting my voice out. Because let's be real, the inclination to slam the door in intuition's face again and again is because sometimes it's hard to listen to. So especially when it comes to the big things, because often it's inviting us down a path that is unknown, scary, bewildering, and vulnerable. And it's asking us to trust in something that we may not have the experiential data for, or it's a leap of faith, or it's not something that anyone we know has done before. So I let intuition have it, and I shut the door again. But of course, old faithful intuition came around knocking again, and this time, because behind the closed door, I had done a lot of work to unblock those fears, rewrite the limiting stories, and move through those old beliefs, I was ready to welcome intuition in and bring you Lunch with a Life Coach. So 
I share this analogy with you because intuition is one of my most important core values and it's truly at the heart of the somatic embodiment work that I do. Connection and trust in your intuition is also something I hope each of the practices and brave stories my guests share will inspire you to do because I believe that it's at the heart of thriving. So I know I feel the most nourished and alive when I am connected to my intuition and so full of joy when I experience and see people living in connection to their own intuition. So I wanted to create this podcast centered around thriving because we've spent a lot of the past few years surviving. I know I have, and it's been really hard. And maybe you're still in survival mode, or maybe you feel like you're just hanging on by a thread. But wherever you are, I want to bring you the digestible, easy to incorporate ways to get back to a place of thriving, how to sustain yourself there, and equip you with the tools for when life throws you those inevitable curveballs. I also wanted the intention of this podcast to be about thriving because transparently, I'm kind of burnt out on burnout. (laughs) And the opposite of burnout for me is flourishing. So I remember when I was making my own way out of burnout, all I really wanted to feel was healthy and excited about life again. I also just didn't want to feel all the negativity or I didn't want to stew in the negativity. And part of the burnout process or recovering from burnout is being with all the ick that burnout has brought up and processing that. And it's about what's on the other side. So I wanted to feel lit up with passion and creativity again, not anger and resentment and frustration. So I had to go relearn how to trust my intuition and reevaluate what thriving means to me. Because thriving had become this almost intangible thing that I didn't have connection to anymore. I was so used to just being on the go, being in hustle mode. It's like when my cat sits on my computer and just presses one letter. You have like J all across and you're like 10 pages of J on your dock. And that was me with like the on button. But it was on in the sense that I was just kind of going by, like living off of that really unhealthy adrenaline and cortisol just surging through my body. So thriving that wasn't thriving to me. I could feel it, but I didn't know how to get back there again or what it even meant after I crashed into burnout. So when it came to revitalizing my coaching practice over a year ago, I also found it really shocking that so many people tried to steer me in the direction of being a burnout coach because I had studied burnout and was rehydrating myself from being a burnt piece of toast It kind of seemed like an obvious fit or the obvious niche for me to go into. Yet every time I tried to put myself in that box, my body screamed no. I just, I couldn't do it. Because my focus wasn't on just healing. Again, it was holding on to the idea of how do I build a life where I never have to experience that again. 
So I started to ask myself, what actually nourishes me? What do I actually want to consume energetically and physically? How can I leverage my values to refill and sustain a well that was not too long ago completely empty? What do I have the appetite for? How am I starving and what am I craving? So the answers to these questions helped me redefine what thriving means to me. So what is truly nourishing me right now is getting back to basics, movement, intentional alone time, and community. So movement is one of those really big things for me because I spent a lot of time in my own freeze response being really stuck. So I teach a lot of yoga, but I also dance three to four times a week. I take daily walks outside, whether that's five minutes to an hour. And then I have created intentional movements to help me clear stagnant or stuck energy. And I pair that with my mindset work because I truly believe mindset is kind of useless if I don't include movement in it. There'll probably be a whole separate podcast on that. I am also being super nourished by intentional alone time. And once upon a time, I was terrified of alone time. I viscerally hated it. But I've come a long way and at this place in my life where I'm now alone time recharges me and allows me to check back in with what I'm filling my life with and if that's still in alignment with my values. Because reminder, you always get to choose what you keep and what you remove from your recipe to thrive. And the last nourishing thing for me is community, both the one I'm building locally and all of the long distance relationships I spend time nurturing. And that reminds me of this theme that has been really emergent for me this year, which is, which is that I've been craving depth. And to me, depth is meaningful conversations, curating and participating in substantive and expansive experiences, savoring and luxuriating in an experience rather than rushing on to the next thing, and also carefully choosing who gets to sit in my front row, which is my first line of support. So the friends, the mentors, all of that, the people who I truly depend on and can deeply trust when I'm in a time of need or really need feedback and support. So essentially what I've been doing is cutting the fluff, the BS, the surface level, and anything that has been draining my energy. And I'm bringing this theme into my life from who I choose as my mentors to my morning ritual. I'm no longer doing things to do them or because I should or some skin guru said it was good. I'm doing it because it feels good to me and I genuinely enjoy it. So with all that said, what does thriving mean to me now? To me, it means living within your rhythm, choosing things based on your personal value system, having small rituals, saying no to the people, environments, activities, situations that don't align with that value system, saying yes to the things that bring me joy and pleasure, and finally, alchemizing my experiences. 
learning and taking action from each of the experiences that I have rather than stuffing them away or ruminating on them. And from a nervous system perspective, thriving to me means having healthy responses to my environment, both internal and external, and the ability to not get stuck in a stress or trauma response. That means spending more time savoring in the pockets of okayness or delight and wonder. And I say okayness because life isn't a high all the time. It's also not a low all the time. And a lot of life is spent in this kind of neutral okay space. And when we don't try to make it something else, when we can savor in the simplicity and find, again, those glimmers before this practice of devdana, but the little moments of sparkle in your day and that kind of illuminate or dot that okayness, right? When we can spend more time expanding those little pockets or those little glimmers, that to me means that my system has more anchoring in thriving. And my path to thriving is an evolution, everyone's is. And it will likely change as we transition from winter to spring. And it will likely change when I'm in a different season of life. And we all have a different, unique picture in our heads of what it looks like to thrive. So my definition of thriving might not align with yours, and that's okay. And Therefore, it makes sense that each of our paths to get there will look different. And so we'll need different tools and practices in different seasons of our life. And we'll be ready for different resources as we do our own transformation work. And that is what I hope you will receive in each of the episodes on Lunch with a Life Coach. I hope you'll stay curious with redefining your own definition to thrive. I hope that you'll be open to exploring and playing and experimenting with new and different resources and practices. And I hope that you will feel comfort in knowing that every single person has experienced some type of struggle in crafting a life where they feel that they are thriving, whether they admit it or not, whether you know or not. But that is what I hope that you'll take away from some of the stories that you'll hear from my guests on this podcast, is that we've all gone through our own personal evolution and are going through our own personal evolution. And as a community together, we can support one another to see what sustains us and what keeps us moving even through the most challenging of times. That reminds me of one of my favorite poems of all time. So I'll leave you with a piece from The Invitation by Araya Mountain Dreamer, where she says, It doesn't interest me where or what or with whom you have studied. I want to know what sustains you from the inside when all else falls away. So my dears, on this first season of Lunch with a Life Coach, you get to have lunch with me and hear from some of the most heartfelt, inspiring, impactful leaders and healers and coaches that I personally know and how they sustain and nourish themselves. So get ready for some juicy conversations and I'd love to hear from you. 
in a review or a DM, what resonates with you, how you're listening to or ignoring those knocks on your door, what intuition is asking you, and also any people or topics that would help you to thrive that you'd love to hear on here. So until next time, lovelies, keep nourishing yourselves and tune in for those practices that help you keep evolving your own recipe to thrive. If this podcast has nourished you in some way, it would mean so much to me if you'd be willing to take 30 seconds to click and follow the pod so you never miss an episode. You can do so on the main show page on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And while you're there, if you'd be willing to leave a review and share an episode with a friend, I would be so grateful. I appreciate you so very much.